0: The Green Bay Packers Mentor Protege Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor Protege Program, Anna Steinfest.
1: Hello, everyone. And thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast, Lessons in Success. I'm here today with Dr. Michael Troyer, and today we will talk about profit versus sales or income. Hello, Michael.
0: Hello, Anna, and hi, everyone out there. Here we are trying to help our small business colleagues survive and grow with some ideas that you can take with you. So,
1: so Michael, how do we make money in the small business world?
0: Oh, gee, if only I had the answer to that. <laughs> but we're not thinking so much of where do you find customers, but by understanding, first of all, the investing the least amount of time, resources, and expertise for each of the dollars that you take in from a customer who finds value in what you offer. So we put in the least to get the most money we can. Now, I'm not saying we're cheating. We're not trying to underdo or, or, or lower our quality. But we do have to pay attention to how much we put in and make sure, frankly, that we're charging enough to pay for that and have something left over we call profit.
1: And I think that the small business owners, they have to understand the big difference between profit and they call it top line revenue, which is just your sales numbers. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times business owners, they will, try to get as much as possible uh, like sales revenue altogether, but their profits will be so little. Yep. And I rather see not so high top line revenue or sales and your margin being doubled, Rather than you having because you have to consider that a lot of times when you're increasing your sales altogether, you're increasing everything resources, Uh, you have to pay uh, to employees more so your profit is being diminished.
0: And, and think of what profit also means in the sense that you've got bills to pay, you've bought resources, you're paying rent, you have to pay uh, payroll for your employees. So if, if you think of the income you're taking out, you're probably not thinking about the fact you need more than that income that you want to take out. Profit has to be there to pay for all these other things besides you. Or sometimes, unfortunately, you're short yourself. You don't take any money out. You pay everybody else and you pay your bills, but there's still no profit. Either case, you need to be focused on your profit.
1: Uh, We just have have fun owning the company. (laughs) You know what, in in this case, we will advise you that you should shut your company and -hmm. you should go and work for someone else because you will receive a salary. We call this one opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: the, <laughs> the Yes. Yes. And the IRS is very cruel. If you don't have a profit that they, that they can tax, they call you a hobby business and everything changes. <laughs> and I don't want to yes. be called that.
1: Exactly. If you're in business, I think that all the business owners out there, we are there to make money, mm-hmm. but we wanted today to cover this topic because a lot of times business owners misunderstand revenues, and profit.
0: Yep. Now, how do we get at some of this? Well, one of the things I think you need to do is constantly ask yourself some questions. If I, As I look around at my labor group, my workers, my associates, whatever you want to call them, who should be doing what? Do I have them in the right place? Uh, does what they are doing really fit them? Do they have the skills or interest or knowledge to do that? And do they fit the what that I'm asking them to do? So I need maybe more efficiency as they do that. Uh, I, I, I want to be sure they're engaged with the work and see the value of it. Uh, I want to argue that you ought to do this monthly, set a date in your calendar. And on that date, you'll look around at everybody and say, who's doing what? Uh, does what they're doing fit them well? And do they fit what I'm asking them to do? Just keep rethinking the way you've got things allocated.
1: It is very important because you know, if you don't understand what your employees are doing, they'll get confused mm-hmm. and the engagement will, will get down. And again, we're talking about your bottom line here. When we when we say bottom line, we mean your profit.
0: And I think we've touched on something here that's important too. The, the small business can do these kinds of things. When you get up and you're a huge corporation and you've got thousands of shareholders that want something from you, that's when you begin to lose this sense of, am I using my resources the right way? This is this is your power as a small business that you can look at these things because you don't have 500 employees. Well, I hope maybe some of you have, but, but not necessarily. And so you can get these things done. Now, do you know right now what resources, what time, what's the value of the skills and expertise that are being applied in producing the product or service that you provide? And do you know what value the customer is willing to pay for what you're providing? If you can't answer both of those questions, I'm going to tell you that you don't have a business model. You don't really know how you're running the business. And what are the implications on it if you don't have, at least in your brain, a business model?
1: Well, then, it's a mess because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one knows what's going on. If You don't know what, what what is going on. Your employees do not know. The productivity goes down. So in this case, you will you will have a negative uh, profit. You have a loss.
0: And and think of the impact a little longer term. That if the if the employees don't know what what they're supposed to do then they're looking at you and saying, you don't know anything here, do you? You don't know what resources are going in. You, you don't know the value of my skills or what expertise you bring. And you don't know what we're delivering to the customer. Whoa, I'm not sure I want to stay here. It's time for me to move on. If you don't know, why am I working here? So yes. you need to have these things in your brain.
1: They'll read the writing on the walls that it's time to, <laughs> to jump from your company to someone else. The other way we can advise you to increase your profit is to add more value when you're selling to customers because they will will be willing to pay higher price. So
0: are you, for example, as Anna's suggesting, missing uh, whether it's a feature or an extra service or something you can do for the customer that makes them value you even more? In, In some cases, it's making it easier for them to find you. Uh, or not have to struggle putting it together. We all remember the funny joke when we uh, had our our youngest child growing Christmas time and we have to put together a dollhouse and we've spent two hours and the dollhouse isn't going together because the instructions don't match (laughs) what we're trying to create for them. That is, if the company had given me clear instructions, this would be done in 10 minutes and I could go on to wrapping the next present. Why, if if we have customers struggling or frustrated with what we've given them, we should be aware of that. That's a part of this as well. Profits go up when customers find value in what you deliver to them and don't leave things out.
1: And I really like your suggestion about adding additional services. Uh, and I will give you another example. Uh, recently I uh, went to my hairdresser and on the mirror, she put, um, like a flyer saying, Hey, you know, there is some ad services, for example, I can teach you how to style your hair for $10. I can do this for $5. So she added additional services just because you're taking your services, you can add just for very low value, but you know, like additional services for you to uh, get additional funds. Yep. And get, your customer even be happy, like Michael said, you don't get frustrated, like with me, sometimes they'll cut your hair, they'll make this fancy um, style, and then you go home and you're like, okay, how am I supposed to do it myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. so. I,
0: I look beautiful today, but tomorrow, I won't exactly. know how to put it back the way it was. yes yeah,
1: it's <laughs> exactly. true. so, so. It, I mean, you have to be creative right now, you have to think out of the box, think about profit first.
0: If a customer is calling asking for instructions on how to use your product, you've already failed.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, Michael, what is our challenge to all our all listeners right. today? All right.
0: Today, I want you to think, do you know right now what resources, the value of the skills, and the value of the expertise that you're putting into your product or service? Do, could you name that right now? I'm arguing you should. You should know it almost daily
1: make sure, make sure that you email us at info at ffresearch.com. or if you forget that you can always go at thepackers.com under the community page if you scroll down you will see the mentor protege site click there we have all, all our contact information available I would like to thank everyone for joining us today I am, of course, Anna Steinfest, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Michael Troyer. Keep watching for us at Lessons in Success.
0: This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.